0: Uh, a father's privilege. Turn over with me to let's start in Proverbs. Proverbs chapter twenty two. You know that first video that the that Casey showed there, fathers have an opportunity to be an example, to be a mentor, to be a guide, to be to to just pour into our children. You know, I don't I don't I don't know what a greater privilege on the face of the earth is than to be a to be an equipper, an equipper of the home, an equipper of our of our families. You know, daddies um, are looked up to by everybody in the home. It says provider. We We do a lot. And even this past weekend, one of the men on the stage said that for many, Father's Day is a hard day. And let me go ahead and say that. For many, Father's Day is a hard day because you you look back and father may not have been the best example for you. Father may have been hard or something, but but you know we can turn that around. We can we can write our story the way we want it written. And the beautiful part of it is you and I have the greatest privilege. Fathers have the greatest privilege to be able to train up, to be able to pour into our sons and our daughters. Look over in Proverbs chapter 22 look at verse 6 it says train up a child in the way he should go even when he is old he will not depart from it train up a child in the way he should go and even when he's old he will not depart from it you know in our culture and in our society us as men we are looked at in our homes we Yes, we provide. We provide for our for our spouses. We provide for our children. We provide financially. We provide the the protection and love and support. And you know, as I was thinking, I went to the pastor's conference, I mean, not the pastor's conference, the men's conference this past weekend, and as I was listening to those guys, and I was looking around, and I believe some 2,500 or so men were there. And to... To see those guys worshiping and to know that. And here's what I thought. They're going to go home and they're going, to, they're going to be different. They're going to go home and they're going to be godly men. And they're going to walk in and they're going to say, honey, I love you. And they're going to walk in and, and maybe even say, hey, how can I serve you? How, do you want me to wash some dishes? Or, hey, I'll get that. Or I'll go fold some clothes. Or I'll go vacuum. Or, hey, I'll, I'll take out the trash. I'll take the kids to school this week. Little things. Maybe. I was sitting around, and I, I was just listening. I was watching the guys worship, and I was watching them sing. And, and I'm like, wow. And, and when we go off to one of those, yes, they, they teach us a lot. They, they, they challenge, and they, they really do. They push us as men. That's why I tell you wives to try to get your men to go, because really, they do a really good job of trying to get those men fired up. Because sometimes we, and you know, wives, you know better than... Anybody else? We as husbands, we 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 sometimes have to be told and have to be reminded over and over and over and over again. We don't just know how to do things. We we mess up sometimes. We we're pretty simple. Just tell us, but don't tell us way back then and expect us to just continue to remember. You got to tell us each and every time to do things. And and we apologize for that. We just messed up. But you know us. As, as I was thinking, I. I was watching, yeah, it's good to go back and to serve and love and, and do all of that. And, but this verse was on my heart. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he, even when he is old, he will not depart from it. What do we want our kids to catch from us, daddies? If you had to, if you had to write down on a sheet of paper, or maybe a sticky, and fold it up and stick it in a vault, and say, hey, after I'm passed away, Read this, and it be your challenge. it' be your goal of what you would have wanted to have taught your sons and daughters. What would it be? What do you want to teach them to be a good business person? know how to change tires, know how to cut grass, know how to do a lot of things. You know there, there's a lot of things we, we want them to be we want them to be good Americans, we want them to be good. Citizens of the United States, we want them to have a good name, and we want them to we want them to do a lot of things. But but what what do we want them to catch from us? Train up a child in the way he should go, and even when he's old, he will not depart from it. What that verse? What what are we wanting them to catch from us? And you know, I was as I was sitting there, and actually the, these verses just continue to be impressed deeper and deeper in my spirit as I went. Go with me up to Galatians chapter 5. You know, for me, I, I'm not the best athlete. I can play sports. I'm not the best athlete, so I'm not giving my kids the, the they're not getting this great pedigree or, or whatever coming down from me. I'm not, I'm not great at a whole lot of things. I can do a lot of things. I can do anything, really. I always say that to them in my young'uns life. So you could do brain surgery. I could. I don't know if I'd do it right, but I'd get in there and try my best. What are we leaving our kids? What are they catching from us, daddies? Galatians chapter five. Fruit of the Spirit. The Lord gave me this week, or the Lord's been impressing on my heart this week to talk to the daddies about the fruit of the Spirit. And I know when we think about the fruit of the Spirit, it seems feminine. Because I know growing up in our house, mama was a strawberry girl. Our kitchen at home is still full of strawberries. Drives daddy crazy. because Strawberries are there, mama's not. But I remember growing up, she had the fruit and the fruit in the kitchen. She'd have all these fruits. And I remember written on these fruits, you'd have pears and apples and oranges and these little wood carved fruits. And on them was love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. And I remember always thinking, and when I think, I'm honest, when I think of the fruit of the Spirit, I go back home and I think of the kitchen and I think of Mama as who I got the fruit of the Spirit from. I I, I saw love, I saw joy, I saw peace, I saw patience, I saw, I saw all of that in Mama. And as a daddy, I'm thinking to myself, I'm not a mama, so... As I was, I was praying this week, I, I did. I really struggled with this. I wrestled with the fact that, hey, guys are going to tune this out. Because when you, when you say, hey, daddies, hey, fathers, the greatest privilege you have is to be able to teach your sons and your daughters love. Because men are hard. Men are menly. Our hands are... It's callous. We're hard, and to love you think gentle. Even though gentleness is a fruit, you think of softness. You think of it's more feminine. But when I think of one of the greatest privileges we as fathers have is to is to live every single day of our lives in front of our families, demonstrating the fruit of the spirit to our. To our, to our world, to our circle, to those that look up to us, to those who, yes, they, hey, hey, think about it. Most, most daddies drive the car, don't they? Most daddies pick the gas stations. I'm going to get gas here. Most daddies say, they look over and they say, where do you want to eat? I don't want that. When you turn in, you, you know what I'm saying? You kind of go sometimes where you want to go. Most daddies buy the lawn mower and take care of the yard. Most daddy, you know, we do those manly things. And we give these spiritual things to the wives who are in there and they got the kids all around them. And they, they raise them, they nurse them, and they take care of them, and they gentle, and they care for them. And the daddy kind of bops in and bops out and That is one of the greatest privileges you and I have is that we get to be the fruit of the Spirit in our house. We get to be love in our home. Think about it. We get to be joy. We get to be that. Uh, think about it. Look at, look at Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, look at verse 16. But I say, walk in the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. For the flesh sets its desire against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another, so that you may not do the things that you please. We know that in the life of each one of us, right there where we sit, there's a war going on. There's a struggle happening between the Spirit of God that dwells inside of us and the flesh that does not want to surrender and submit and do what the Spirit leads us to do. And we know the outcome of that. When we do not let the Spirit lead and, when the, no, and the flesh takes over, this long list of stuff takes place. It says, but if you're led by the Spirit... You're not under the law, nor the deeds of the flesh, verse 19, are evident, which are immorality and impurity and sensuality and idolatry and sorcery and enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, and factions, envying and drunkenness, carousing, and things like these of which I forewarn you just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God daddies, protectors of your home. Scripture says to train up a child in the way he should go and when he's old, he will not depart from it. What should our kids be seeing from us? Yes, we know there's a war. Listen, there's a war raging just like it rages inside of us. It rages in our wives. It rages in our sons. It rages in our daughters. Grandparents and your sons. Grandsons and granddaughters, granddaddies. That war is raging. And I don't, I don't know when they stop looking up at us. I don't know when they stop sitting with us in church. Being right there with us. But guys, the flesh is real. And, and the examples are, are numerous out there for the world to follow. They're numerous out there for our sons and daughters to follow. That whole list is there, but, but then there's also the next list. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there things there is no law. If scripture tells me to train up my children in the way they should go, and when they're old, they won't depart from it. Changing a tire. Being able to cut grass. Being able to manage a checking account. Being able to manage their finances. Being a good steward. Being a a gentleman. Being a a godly young lady. They can catch a lot of things from me. They can catch a lot of good things from us. They can catch a lot of stuff from us. But that is one of the greatest privileges you and I have is we get to be love in the house. We get to be joy at home. We get to be peace at home. Patience at home. Right there with those those little ones watching us and our wives watching us and our spouse watching us. And, And here's the thing, women. Here's the thing, we're messed up. Give us, give us, give us, let our leash go a little further maybe. Because some of you wives are sitting there saying, you don't know him. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm just like him. Messed up. Hard at times. I, I look a lot like that list above it. More like the list below it sometimes. I I, I love how I've been hearing this. You know, you got to put chips in the bank. You know, Some of you use this analogy, you got this here jar and you throw chips in and you throw chips in and you throw chips in because sometimes you have to pull chips out and use them. You do good, you do good, you do good and you have to sometimes pull some chips out because you messed up. Guys, I ain't got no chips in my jar. I've heard that analogy a lot recently by different men and and my jar is kind of empty because I'm a mess up. Most men are. Most men let the wife, we let the wife teach them the love, the joy, the peace, the patience. Patience. Riding home from lunch the other day, I'm in the car, and I'm like, guys, me and Josh and Casey are in the car, and I'm like, guys, y'all got to pray for me. And Casey was driving, he said, please, please, and he just whispered, please don't ask us to pray for patience. And my spirit was overwhelming in me. Patience. We just don't do that. Wives are so gentle. Mamas are so gentle. They're so loving. They're so caring. They're so kind. They're so soft and nurturing. But we get that privilege too, guys. Are you listening? Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he won't depart from it. That's not just talking to the women in the room, that's talking to us too. And it's not just saying, do this and don't do this and don't go over here and here's the rules and you live in my house, this is what it's going to be. Boom! They can also see love in us, and joy in us, and peace in us, and patience in us, and gentleness in us. And that's why I'm saying for some of you wives that are are maybe even in the room this morning, are you listening? (laughs) Give him another chance. You hear that, guys? As your pastor, I'm asking her to give you another shot. Give him another shot. Because because here's what happens every time we, every time we come in. Li- listen, I walked in last night, no life. She was here. She'd be like, oh, she'd be like rolling her eyes like she normally does. I went in, I'm like, I love you. And I hugged her and I'm like, You're so beautiful. I love you so much. And I was just like crazy. I was obnoxious with it. She's like, What'd you hear? What were y'all talking about? what they preach on? And that's what most of you ladies would do. When he comes in different. You're like. Are you sick? No what I'm saying is. Give him another chance. Think about it guys. What if that war that war rages let me, let me read that again but if you but if but i say walk in the spirit and you will not carry out the de- desire of the flesh but the flesh sets its desire against the spirit and the, the spirit against the flesh for these are in opposition to one another so that you may not do the things that you want look down and look down in verse 24 now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh The flesh has no power over you, men. It has no power over you, women. It has no power. It it tries to to entice. It tries to manipulate. It tries to do those things. But in Christ, we are new creations. Old things have passed away. We are not that anymore. Look at verse 25. If we live by the Spirit, let us. And I thought about that. I, I was laying there last night thinking about all of them daddies that just went home and they walked in. They walked in and they went over to her and they hugged her and they, she's like, You know what I mean. Or they may have, remember the guy that talked about getting the rose, even if you have to like. Pick it up off the ground or steal it from your neighbor's backyard or get it off. He used the example of he just got it off the casket at the end of the funeral. She didn't know where it came from. And he brought the rose in and he handed it to her. She was blown away. Some of you, if he brought a rose in, you'd be like, you're dying, right? And I, and I thought about this verse. It says, if we live by the Spirit, let us Let us, and I I got stuck on that let us. If we live by the Spirit, hey women, are you listening? Let us walk by the Spirit. Let us. Give us another chance. Uh, Hey fathers, what if, what if this Father's Day, you said, hey, you know what, I'm, And I'm not breaking down, you've heard sermons on the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, you've heard that, self-control, oh my, you know what these are, I don't have to break them down one at a time and talk about them, you know what they are. What if we got, we got permission from our Father in heaven, because we are His and and this is what he expects from us. And the world, yes, the world may have pigeonholed us into thinking that men are to be hard. And, and men are to be the leaders. And, and men are to be the backbone. And the, the men, if, if, if you're meek, you're weak. And if you show love, you're too soft. You're going to get run over and all of that. And we're pigeonholed into this corner thinking that if we do those things, those, those belong in the kitchen hanging in mama's House and she'll do those fruity things. I'll go do the man things. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self control. Fathers, it's the greatest privilege you and I have to let the Spirit of God flow in and out of us right there in that house, right there in that home. It's At the kitchen table when our sons and our daughters are watching. When we're watching TV. When we're going here and there. When we're out in the world. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. That's what we have. That's who we are. The lie is you're hard. No, you're soft. The lie is I roar. No, you serve. The lie is nobody tells me what to do. The truth is, Lord, tell me everything to do. Because I don't know how to lead this. I don't know how to lead my wife. I don't know how to lead my kids. What a privilege it is that the Word of God says "Hey." Train up a child and the way he should go. And when he's old, he won't depart from it. What, a, what an awesome thing to know that. Listen, this morning, wives do this for me. Give him a second chance. Some of you saying, oh, I, I want you to listen to me, honey. Give him a second chance. Please. And when he, when he, when he fumbles the ball, give him another one. When he goofs up and and he's literally stealing the neighbor's flowers, he's getting them for you. And it may not taste good and it may not be exactly what you like and it might not even be the color and it may not fit. But he's trying. Let him try. Let him try. Let him try to love you. Guys, I'm I'm trying to help you. You know what? God gave you today. What a privilege we get today. You got today to come in here to hear that, you know what? As a son of the King of kings and Lord of lords, and as a father, you've been given the privilege of raising kids. What are we teaching them? What are they seeing out of us? Are they catching? Or our kids, if our kids got this sticky note right here, mamas or daddies, if they got that sticky note right there and said, hey, write down what you've learned from mom and daddy, would it be how to cook or love? Would it be how to drive a car or joy? Would it be how to be a man or peace? Would it be how to be, a, how to be just a, a good athlete or to be patient? Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Against those, there's no law, there's no rule. You don't stop it. And they're watching us. They're watching us. They're listening. You young people, you young people, you're going to be a daddy one of these days. You're going to be a mama one of these days. They're going to be watching you. Your mom and daddy's trying. They're not perfect. Your mom and daddy's trying. Some of you say, hey kids, give them a second chance. Give them a second chance. I want us to stand and pray. I want us to stand and pray. Father God, we look around this room and Lord, I see all these families and I see all these couples. I see all these kids. I see all these fathers. Lord, what a privilege it is to be a father. God, I pray your blessings over every home out here. Lord, I pray that these daddies are listening not to me, but to you. God, what are we leaving as a legacy behind? What are we pouring into our sons and our daughters? What are we training them up to be? God, what are, they, what are we expecting them not to depart from? God, I pray that we are, we are living before our families, that we are godly men before our families, godly women before our families. And Lord, I know that in this room of this many couples and this many families, God, that there are men who have messed up. And there's also some women that have messed up. But God, we're asking this morning that you would just forgive us. Lord, that you would forgive us for what everything, really everything in the past. God, give us a second chance in our marriage. Give us a second chance in our home. Give us a second chance at being a daddy. Give us a second chance at being a husband. Lord, give the the wives in this room a a gentle receptive spirit to the effort. Lord, I ain't making any excuses over the sin in the past. I'm not making any trying to water it down. Lord, but God, you're forgiving. You don't hold us to what we did lord you sent jesus to forgive us god and we thank you for that lord i pray this father's day will be a start of a brand new day for couples and families all over this room for your glory in Jesus' name amen amen i want us to sing this morning and i Happy Father's Day. Love you guys. Love you guys as we sing. I'm
1: forgiven because you were forsaken. I'm I'm accepted. accepted.
0: If you can grab your spouse's hand, hold his hand. He gave you her. He gave you her. And He gave you Him. And what God put together, let no man separate. I pray for you marriages. I pray for you homes. On Father's Day 2021, I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what's going on. I I don't. I don't. But the fruit of the Spirit is is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. That's who we are. Not what the world has painted men as. That's who we are. Y'all have a great Father's Day. Father God, as we leave here this morning, God, as we go to Sunday school, as we go to, to life, Lord, I do pray for this room. I pray, God, for everyone. Lord, I pray for those who no longer have spouses. I pray for the widows here. God, I cannot imagine But I pray, Lord, that your grace and your spirit will be so heavy and real on those those individuals. Lord, let them feel your touch today. We love you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.